Hello and welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we are joined once again by our favorite guest hosts, um, our mom and dad. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Again. Hi, I'm Mom Sue. Greetings. My name is Dad Bruce. Dad Bruce. So is that what your birth certificate says? Uh, it does say that on my birth certificate. His first name is actually Dad. And his middle name is Bruce. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. I never knew this. This is my father, Dad. <laughs> Ew, that's gross. He is my father. <laughs> okay. Great way to start off the show, guys. Love it. Love it. It's um, going splendid. So... As a little intro, since I'm telling this story, I'm going to ask you guys, you've been keeping up with the news? Absolutely. I have been keeping up with the news. This has nothing to do with quarantine or Trump. I, I, I reference... And there is no news. And there we, is. There does is news. Do Wait, with Kardashians? What? No. Well. Does it have to do with the screenshot I sent you today? Yes. Gosh darn it, I knew I was ruining something you for myself. You were ruining... You, if it's on Fox News, I'm there. I'm watching Actually, it. I got it all. CNN. Yeah. CNN? Uh, no, no, I doubt it. Before we delve into that, okay. I'm going to reroute us back on track. Okay. Did you guys see that the Pentagon officially released, I think, three mm-hmm. UFO videos? I did see that. Previously. U- Absolutely. AP videos. Hmm? Unidentified aerial phenomena. They changed Whatever. It. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the CNN article on... It still says UFO videos, so whatever. <laughs> so they they released these videos, and did you guys watch them? I watched. Uh, I've seen the one before. Yeah, they, they released it, but it was out there before, and I I saw where the um, one of the pilots mm-hmm. was saying things like he'd never seen it accelerate yeah. that quickly or anything accelerate like that before. Mm-hmm. Like it outflew some kind of military aircraft. Yeah, as well, so speed wise. Pretty spooky. Pretty intense. Do you guys believe in Can't aliens? Be. Do I believe in. Intense. <laughs> aliens? Do I believe in aliens? Yeah. What type of aliens are we talking what about? What is that? <laughs> what does that mean? Aliens, are, it's a, it's an interesting word. It can be used for a lot I've of things. I've said this many times. I told Winnie that Men in Black was actually a documentary. You know what? <laughs> That's interesting. Anyway. No, I, I think I think there's some things out there that we just don't know, yeah. and it could be that it's just not explained yet, or it could be that it's never going to be explained with the, the science that we have. We, that's we, true. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Or with the government secrets. Yeah. Governments have secrets. Yeah, that's true. Do you believe in aliens, Mom? I don't know. <gasps> what? Okay. I've never seen anything like your dad. We've got a skeptic on our hands. She hasn't seen anything like me before. That's what she just said that. There's not a man out there that she can compare me to. I'm sorry, John Cena. I knew this was a mistake. (laughs) But uh, she hasn't seen anybody like me before. She did say, I haven't seen anything like your dad. He's, he is something else. Isn't he? Yeah. he is something I'm not going to say either way. He tries way. to strategically place his teacup on yeah, the, on the cat butthole coaster that we talk about all the time. I did pull up my notes. Nope, let's I'm go. hoping 
mom can't see them. I can't, no glasses. No glasses. No so glasses. we're good. So nothing's going to be ruined. So who here with a shout of hurrah was alive in 1997? Hurrah! hurrah! <laughs> we all know. <laughs> Crazy how that works, Wait, right? You guys said hurrah and I didn't. <laughs> Aliens. Oh no! Aliens. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Is she trying to say that she's an alien, a lizard alien in our mom suit? Yes. 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 And then our real mom. I'm fine with that. We don't know our real mom. Well, you guys never saw a picture of your birth. Or our mom. We had to get rid of the eggshells first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I wasn't. I mean, but I get. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Video and photography was invented in 1996. So my story takes place on March 12th, 1997 at approximately 8.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time in Las Vegas, Nevada. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Las Vegas, Nevada on Pacific Standard Time? Yeah. Continue. I do not know, but that's when this story, this document takes place. Anybody know what I'm talking about? This is, really doesn't give any clues whatsoever. They're distracting but me. I didn't know what you said. A famous possible alien encounter in Nevada. Yeah, not. It started in Nevada. Nevada. Did it have anything to do with Elvis? <gasps> Continue. Not that I found in my research. Et I said. Is Et in Nevada? I don't. I don't know where that takes place. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> That's one of your lifelines. Phone Life on over. That's one of your lifelines. Anyway. So, I'm going to read a official report by a woman known as Dorothy. She sent this report to the National UFO Reporting Center to describe a strange object that she had seen in the sky on March 12th, 1997, at approximately 8.15 p.m. in Las Vegas, Nevada. Are we ready? Okay. Quote. You didn't let me answer. (laughs) I I saw it in your eyes. I saw it in your eyes. Quote, I was standing in front of my driveway talking when out of the corner of my eye, I noticed lights moving in the sky. As I turned to see what it was, my neighbor let out a little shriek and said, what is that? A formation of many lights, two dozen, maybe 30 or so, in the shape of a flying seagull approached from the west over the Spring Mountain Range, headed fast towards the Nellis Air Force Base area. The lights were spread out quite wide, maybe two football fields, but didn't seem very deep in height. There was no sound associated with these lights. The altitude was lower than jets fly over the city, so I'd estimate 12,000 to 15,000 feet. All of the lights stayed together as the formation headed east. The whole event lasted two and a half to three minutes. Unquote. I have a simple explanation. Yes. It's after 1986. All the birds were replaced by spy cameras. It was, okay. The shape let of me, a seagull? Let me. And then the seagulls me, formed the shape of a seagull. You guys clearly weren't listening. I, I, I can honestly say I, I probably lost focus. Oh, yeah, I know. The flying seagull. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the shape the of like the head. Like a, like a V formation. Yeah. Like a wings out. Mm. Like the like shape if someone of geese was going more to... like geese fly in. Oh, yes. Well, that's completely different. Than yeah, I a had a seagull. bad visual. Well, tell Dorothy that. Like when a kid draws a seagull on an art picture. Yeah. Well, that's like that's two totally humps. Totally different. Yeah. 
I okay. still don't know her Again, take it up with Dorothy. Actually, her name was in quotes, so I don't even think her real name is Dorothy. <laughs> Probably not. Go ahead and continue. So, nothing really came of it. Okay, she reported this. Her and apparently Where was her it neighbor, heading? Where was it heading? It was heading east. East from Las Vegas? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, you know, coming our way. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little bit to go, huh? Continue. Did anyone else see the same thing? No, she was the only one that officially sent in a report. Well, she says her neighbor saw it, but her neighbor didn't, like, call it in, I guess. Mm. Okay. So we jump to March 13th, the next day, at 6.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Psst. <laughs> Just over 20 miles away from Las Vegas, our story takes us to Henderson, Nevada. A resident there reported seeing a V-shaped object with six large lights on its leading edge flying towards him in the sky from the northwest. He also sent in an official written letter to the National UFO Reporting Center, and this is part of that report. They said, quote, I saw a V-shaped object the size of a low-flying jet 747 in size. It had six large lights under the wing and shining from the leading ledge as the leading edge as headlights. It passed over my head and continued on a straight southeast course with a sound of what seemed like rushing wind. Ooh, he actually heard it? Is that normal? I mean... Airplane sounds, I guess. I guess so. Is a 747 like the big commercial airplane? Yes. yes. Okay. Any Does any of this seem familiar to anybody? There was a show called V. Okay, well. It was about it was, it was about visitors. It was about aliens. Okay. It took over people's bodies. Oh, that's and scary. It was called V. It was in the early 1990s, I think. Why was it called V? I don't know. Okay, I'm joking. Visitors. I think visitors. I'm just, just wondering. March 13th, the same night, but at 8.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So only a couple hours later. A couple hours later, there was another report from a former police officer in Paulden, Arizona. I okay. have heard this story because things like kept moving. Yeah. People kept seeing them, but I don't remember after that. Okay, well, let's dive into this report. So Paulden, Arizona is roughly 260 miles away from the previous sighting in Henderson, Nevada. The unnamed officer was driving north when they spotted a cluster of, quote, reddish or orange lights in the sky. They stated that there were four lights together and a fifth light trailing behind. The officer thought that each of the individual lights consisted of two separate point sources sources of orange light. And he said that they flew south with no discernible sound. Hmm. So there is... They're heading south. They're heading south. So my story, if you haven't guessed it yet, because none of you have, because you have very blank looks in your eyes. Well, I mean, there's other stories. I mean, Mexico had, I'm sorry. It's one big March 13th, very famous. March 13th? UFO. All happened at once. Nothing, nothing. It's not the Northern Lights. 1997. Yeah, I got nothing. The Phoenix Lights 
phenomenon. Yeah, you mentioned this, and then you're like, nobody's not, heard of this I'm not before. You what it is. I know, I know that there were some lights where in several cities, and one was Mexico City, that um, there was like a whole gathering of lights that just hovered over the yeah. city. But I, I, I'm thinking of Mexico. No. But maybe it was Phoenix. Maybe. This was a very famous UFO sighting because there were hundreds of witnesses to these lights. To the last, what the police officers saw? Yeah. They're all assuming that they could be the same thing. So after this police officer spotted these lights in the sky... The National UFO Reporting Center, other UFO organizations, law enforcement offices, media offices, and the Luke Air Force Base, which is close to Phoenix, Arizona, received hundreds of calls from various regions in Arizona claiming that something was in the sky. You look up a picture? I'm looking at pictures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple other witness accounts that seem credible to at least the um, UFO, National UFO Reporting Center. Phoenix lights at Wikipedia, so you know it's there. You know it's legit. (laughs) Exactly. So the next batch of calls were from Prescott Valley, which the rest of this takes place in Arizona. So it's all these stories take place basically in cities like surrounding Phoenix. Okay. 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 So witnesses in Prescott Valley noted that the object in the sky that they saw was in size equal to five 747 airplanes. They all stated that it was a solid object because it blocked out the sky as it passed them. A single report from this area comes from an individual who looked at the object through binoculars, and this is what they officially reported. Quote, They were standing outside with their wife and sons in Prescott Valley when they noticed a cluster of lights in the west-northwest of their position. The lights formed a triangular pattern, but all of them appeared to be red, with the exception of the light at the nose of the object, was, which was distinctly white. The object or objects, which had been observed for approximately two to three minutes with binoculars, then passed directly overhead the observers. They were seemed they were seen to bank to the right, and then they disappeared in the night sky to the southeast of Prescott Valley. So when a plane banks, it like tilts, right, and goes. Correct. So they're saying that it tilted as an aircraft would. And yeah. Moved. I'm curious as to what other way you are thinking bank to the right means. As, like, if it were a single aircraft, you did the whole thing shape shift? I don't know. Okay. That's what I was asking. I have no idea. It just says, they said that they were seen to bank to the right. I was just trying to visualize the, the movement. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. Or you're just trying to throw me off my game. I get it. Listen, you try and clarify things and ask questions when I'm in charge of I get the story. it, I get it. I'm just trying to say I'm things that I think our listeners need to hear out loud. I need to hear it out loud so I know that I'm following you. Sure. I'm just trying to participate. You're fine. I don't know. I'm just reading from their, what they told the UFO 
National UFO Reporting Center. I guess so. I was thinking, like, so it's, like, tilting and moving, not just, like, gliding one direction. Okay, the fact no. that we have a National UFO Reporting Center. Yeah, you didn't know that? You can get on there. There's, like, tons of, you can submit stuff. There's tons. They have it all by dates. It's pretty fascinating. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I, looked it all, I looked on there. It's pretty cool. Well, okay. I didn't submit any of mine because okay, that means documentation. They'd be watching. They'd be me. watching you. Yeah, so they they put chips in your phone. Well, they they already they already do. That's true. You're right. Then what are you afraid of? Barbecue or salt and vinegar? Chips. Or... Very good. Very good. So just moments later, another family spotted a craft in the sky over the town of Dewey, Arizona. They reported, now this is their official report, quote, five adults and youth were driving north on Highway 69 to an appointment in Prescott. So they were heading towards where this craft had already been seen. When they witnessed a very large cluster of lights, which formed a V shape in the sky, the driver pulled off the road into a grocery store parking lot and all of the occupants got out of their car in order to get a better look at the object. By this time, the object was directly above them, where it appeared to hover for several minutes. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't think I'd get out of my car. This is why people in get horror abducted. movies die. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I heard a noise in the basement. Let me go check it out. <laughs> no! no. <laughs> why can't we just get in the running car? Are, Are you, you crazy? crazy? I'm sorry. You gotta I, hide I, behind I, this wall of chainsaws. I, now I... <laughs> Now I got the the Saturday Night Live skit in my head. So, where the woman's abducted? What? What? What are you talking about? Oh, with Ryan Gosling? With Ryan Gosling? I saw what seemed like Jesus Christ. You saw what? Why didn't I get that treatment? Instead, they're just slapping my boobs, flipping them. You don't know this? Oh, I have no idea what we're talking about. You don't know this. Oh, my God. For those it's of you so that are hilarious. home and you know what we're talking about, I know you're getting tissues right now because you're it's laughing It's so and funny. Crying. It's SNL. I think it's like Close Encounters or something yeah. like that. It has Ryan Gosling. It's Ryan Gosling and two women from... Like that are regulars on SNL. And they got abducted by aliens. And then it's two other people. I don't know their names. That are like interviewing them after it happened mm-hmm. and ryan gosling and the one girl were like no it was beautiful we were taken up in a white light we were like swathed in warmth and we saw what was like we thought was jesus or something like that and then the other lady's like what i just was strapped to a chair they all lined up to turns came up to me and just kind of slapped my boob or something like that and literally like she keeps going on and on and it keeps cutting to the other people and they can't even look at the camera because they're all laughing hysterically very funny very funny no one gets abducted in this one that i know of so i don't think we have to worry about that well that's what i was thinking like people that report being abducted yeah does it ever coincide with when people see these things, know. wouldn't that be interesting to yeah. match? Yeah. I don't think this one had any. There was a movie made after this that was about this that said that people got abducted. And then some people think that it 
could have been based on real people, but mm-hmm. I couldn't really find, find it for sure. Yeah, evidence for sure couldn't of that. Find him. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> find them. They're still gone. <laughs> All right. To continue with the sightings, two of the more popular sightings come from two groups of individuals. A group of three witnesses just north of Phoenix said that they saw a huge wedge-shaped craft with five lights on its ventral surface. It passed over them in a way they described as, quote, gliding. They stated that it blocked out 70 to 90 degrees of the sun. Ooh. Uh, then 70 to 90 degrees of the sun degrees of the I don't sun? quite what know what that means, that means. That maybe then was it percent I'm, I'm assuming yeah I mean, it's a lot yeah it'd have to be like really close to them yeah how cool is that I not no I mean, <laughs> we have very different views of cool so Can you imagine like close encounters of the third kind you know whole thing's coming over top of you I don't want to I think it'd be scary Okay. You want to get abducted? No, maybe. Maybe mashed potatoes. What? Another group of witnesses were a mother and her four daughters? Wait, no, stop. What? I was just skirting past that, (laughs) but... Do you want to get abducted? And he said, I don't know. Do we have any mashed potatoes? In Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the... What is that? Richard Dreyfuss, he's sitting there looking at his plate of mashed potatoes. He offers them some? And... And if you would let me finish. And um, so they're like, what's going on with you? And he's getting mashed potatoes and piling them on his plate. Because one of the thing that is if things that are fixated in these individuals' heads that have seen these UFOs is um, something that they can't describe. Some people, like what he did, he made a mound of mashed potatoes and started making a sculpture in it. And it was Devil's Tower is what he was sculpting. Interesting. And everyone was drawing pictures of Devil's Tower. And people were doing uh, sculptures of Devil's Tower. But continue. So you don't really need the mashed potatoes until after you get abducted. (laughs) You, You need them when they've embedded the idea in your head to go to Devil's Tower. Oh, oh, okay. Got it. Which okay. could happen at yeah. any time. Really? Maybe it already has. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, another group of witnesses was a mother and her four daughters. They were at the intersection of Indian School Road and 7th Avenue in Phoenix when they saw an object that was shaped like a sergeant's stripes approach them, mm-hmm. which is like... V's. Three, three V's. Three upside down V's. Like star sergeant. Yeah. For a sergeant. Yes. Um, They said that it only filled 30 to 40 degrees of the sky. They noticed that it had a faint glow along its trailing edge. It suddenly, quote, fired a white beam of light at the ground and the seven lights on the leading edge dimmed. It then moved south towards the Sky Harbor International Airport, where it was later seen by two air traffic controllers and several pilots. Is the beam gone down when they take people? I think they thought that it the beam shot down and then it started moving again. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a burst of... Like a propulsion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they didn't say that like it hit anything. Mm-hmm. They just... It moved after that. So that's what their description sounded like. 
So another family of five that was driving on Interstate 10 near Tucson, Arizona? Mm -hmm. Tucson. Tucson. Let's, let's go with Tucson. I like Tucson. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. Report. I thought it Why was. Why not just say Tucson? Literally, while I was typing this, I thought it was Tucson. <laughs> As I'm reading this now, I was like, mm. <laughs> Tucson. Let's go with Tucson. 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 Hey. All right, no, now stop. We're going to tell this story <laughs> because you're going to keep doing it. Here's how it started. If you've seen the movie The House Bunny, the house bunny, when she meets new people, she repeats their name back to them in that voice so she remembers it. Like, hi, I'm Greg. 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 Right. Now she remembers Greg. Okay. So I do that, I think, a lot for some reason. I, I mean, mm -hmm. around mom, at least. Mm -hmm. So the other day, apparently mom did it in the car to try to get Siri to understand what she was trying to say. She was said... Trying to call people that I never talked to She's, and they're still in my call list. She said call Caitlin. And Siri called three different people that were not Caitlin. So mom thought if she said call Caitlin, <laughs> then Siri would understand. Did it work? No. No. <laughs> it didn't work. Didn't work. But it's okay. We've all it's a nice got, try. We've all got... Ooh, really? Is my story that what? boring? Wow. Gather around the table. I'm offended. No, I think I was holding my breath through part of it. <laughs> We've all got nervous. nervous. A lot of entertainment out of your story, Mom. I thought maybe it was the pitch of my voice. Back of the tone. From out of space. So instead of making your voice deeper, you just see that look house bunny did. Made it demonic. Change. That's the bit of luck, guys. Demonic? That's the... <laughs> That's how demons talk, don't you know? <laughs> That's a little bit. Now, have you ever heard a demon sound like this? <laughs> yeah, so. but well, have if, you? If a demon was trying to trick you into being their friend, I don't know what demons do. <laughs> right. I don't demons. think they'd use that. Just stop talking demons about Demons aren't about friends. Everyone spit three times. <laughs> yeah, but they're trying to trick you. I don't think they're going to use that voice, oh, but okay. Tricky little things. Yeah. I want to put a ring of salt around this before we do. <laughs> it's about aliens. I don't think salt will help alien abductions. If we put it on our heads. Okay, my okay, walk. Let's oh, right. I am going to continue. Get some aluminum foil. The family that was driving on Interstate 10 near Tucson reported that the object <laughs> passed directly over their station wagon. It was apparently so large that one wingtip was seen out the driver's side window, while the other wingtip was seen out of the passenger side window. Wow, a station wagon. Now they did not say how close it was, so it could have been like right on top of them and been like just like six feet wide, but I think it was pretty big in the sky. So one of the last reports was called in from the Kingston area. A man called the National UFO Reporting Center on a payphone explaining that he saw, quote, a large and bizarre cluster of lights moving slowly in the northern sky, unquote. I wonder if any 911 centers or like where he called have this on recording. I don't know. Calling. I don't know if people called 911. I know people called, it said law enforcement agencies. Mm -hmm. I know someone like called the sheriff's office, mm -hmm. but I don't know if anyone called like 911 directly. I'm sure people did. I'm sure people did, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know. So a lot of the stories, well, the stories that I read are the most common that you'll find because they are 
directly to the National UFO Reporting Center, and they did keep, like, a record of it. Right. Or some of them are written and were mailed in, and they have, I can put up pictures later, they actually have a picture of, like, the letter the, the letter that they wrote in. So that's why these are the ones that you'll see more of, but there were, like, hundreds of calls that came in mm-hmm. about this cluster of lights. So, while hundreds of calls came in, the descriptions of what was in the sky were not always consistent. So, many witnesses, the majority of witnesses, reported seeing five to seven lights in the sky, but some others thought that there were more. But five to seven was the average, I guess. Most common was the thought that the lights were an orange-red color, but others called in saying that they looked more white like it was just like a white light yeah i was looking at pictures and they mm-hmm. had looked like white lights but then you said the person with binoculars thought they looked red yes well and i also don't know how they would turn out in pictures yeah. necessarily because mm-hmm. i don't know how bright of an orange or a red it was or mm-hmm. if it just had like an orange tint mm-hmm. to it so, some witnesses claimed the object moved very slowly, while others thought the lights hovered motionless for what seemed like minutes on end. Um, it was pretty common that it wasn't, like, a fast-moving object. It wasn't, like, zipping around. Yeah, it wasn't, like, zooming through the sky. So, because of all these different descriptions, some UFO investigators think that it could have been more than one object in the sky. But for the most part, they think, I mean, a lot of people think it was one thing. Or related to one another, Mm -hmm. at least. Um, Because they were pretty far spread out over Phoenix, like over Arizona. But it's, it looked like to me when I looked at it on a map, it was pretty much like a circle around Phoenix. But I don't know. So one weird thing to note was that there was actually like hardly any media coverage of this event of course there wasn't of course there wasn't the only news article printed about the event was in the prescott daily courier which was sent out on march 14th so the That's next a day paper uh, yeah yeah well they i have the newspaper article here which i can read if you guys want me to yeah sure okay so it's called ufo sightings in pv comma other areas uh, the second title, Despite Reports, Luke Air Force Base Denies Sending Aircraft to Investigate. We'll get to that momentarily. Hmm. Okay. So this is by Laura Hinchy. A man reported sighting UFOs above a shopping center in Prescott Valley at about 8 p.m. Thursday night, according to the Prescott Valley Police. Peter B. Davenport, director for the National UFO Reporting Center in Seattle, said his organization's hotline received more than a dozen calls last night from several areas of Arizona regarding objects seen in the sky. Davenport said the hotline began receiving calls for a sighting in the Paulden area, then Prescott, then the Glendale area, and the last report for objects was seen over Tucson. A man from Paulden called the Daily Courier and said he saw five diamond-shaped objects with wispy tails around 8 p.m. last night. Upon hearing that other people have reported also seeing the objects, he said, quote, I'm glad to know I wasn't the only weirdo. Kurt Millam, <laughs> spokesman for 
spokesman for the Yavapai County Sheriff's Office said they received some calls last night from people who saw low-flying objects, but YCSO did not dispatch deputies to investigate. A speaker at the Federal Aviation Administration said they had only received calls from people wanting to know if any UFOs had been sighted. An astronomer called into the hotline office and told them he saw the UFOs in northern Phoenix, five of them with lights. According to the hotline speaker, Luke Air Force Base apparently sent two jets last night to intercept the UFOs. The pilots recorded the objects on camera and returned to base. Allegedly, one pilot was shaken and the base was locked down for the night. Media liaison at Luke Air Force Base, Sergeant Rolla Stuttmiller said no aircraft was sent out and there was no lockdown, adding that the cameras on the aircrafts only take pictures of targets during practice. She said the base received no calls Thursday night regarding UFO sightings. Quote, we do not respond to something like this, she said, and we do not fly in the evening. Oh, yeah, jets don't fly at night at all. Yeah, never. Never. Too dangerous. Yeah. You know. This was the only news coverage of this until... June. So, oh, wow. Three months later? Mm. On June 18th, 1997, U.S. Today was awarded as the first to quote-unquote break, break the story. And then the Arizona Republic sent out their own story on June 20th, 1997. Mm. But those were like the only other two and mm. the only big newspapers, I guess you would call them. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't read the newspaper, so. Yeah. Facebook wasn't big back then. No. Mm-mm. I don't get on Facebook either. I don't so. think Facebook existed. <laughs> I don't do Facebook either. Yeah. That is basically the story, and now I have a lot of theories as to what it could be. What do you guys think it could be? Any guesses yet? Dad debunked his. It was a satellite. I debunked mine. <clears throat> One of them. One of the two. It's, no. I don't believe you. You don't believe that I debunked it? No. Yeah, I, I don't believe that you debunked what you saw with your own eyes, and I wasn't there, but I don't believe it. I can tell you this. <laughs> satellites. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get rid of the satellite thing. Okay. Because they said that the objects, some, many people said the objects didn't move. Yes, correct. And satellites would be, Have to move. Be, move, be moving most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Especially if some said, well, it was moving, some said it wasn't moving. Yeah. So satellites will be moving. Um, I I witnessed. We can get it. Yeah. I get to tell my story. Sure. I witnessed um, way back in the early 1990s. That's not a demon voice. No, oh my god! Oh, that was an old, that was an old that was man telling us a vampire story. story. Yeah. You know. I thought you said it was 1988. I don't know the year. It'd been between 19. Are you lying to us? I'm not lying to you. What I'm saying is, it would be between. 1989 sure. to 1994. Somewhere sure. in that realm of time. It may, sure. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Okay. We were in Kinane Valley and we were camping. Kinane Valley is a uh, luxury resort in the heart of West That's not true. <laughs> it's a West Virginia campground, folks. Well, it's a resort. It's a resort of some point. We, well, I wasn't some there. Ski. Some people ski. So we were camping in uh, Canaan Valley, and uh, I was sitting out at the campfire. Everyone had gone to bed. Convenient. It was convenient that I was the (laughs) only one there. 
Um, and so it was at that moment that uh, the UFOs decided to come out. But I, I looked up into the sky and I saw three bright lights in a formation of what I would what I would say would be an equilateral triangle. Now, for so, those of us who don't know what that is, Whitney, I, can you explain what an equilateral yes, triangle is? It is a triangle, a triangle that has three um, equal sides, mm-hmm. and the angles, of course, would also be equal, equal. to each other. Uh, of course. And it was the, these three lights were moving. The triangle was moving in one direction, right? And I thought it was very, um, very interesting. And all the lights. But now in. you think it's satellites. So now I, I look it up even more, and I find that um, in the 1980s they were launching satellites that were in that type of formation, and so I'm going to have to say that that is what I saw. But you don't think that the Phoenix lights were satellites? Well, because this is like, these were moving at a steady pace. Right. It, you know, the same the same speed, right, the, right, the right. same direction. That is not what was going on in the Phoenix True. lights. True. And there was more. There was definitely more than three for the Phoenix lights. Yeah. And I don't know what you looked up with, like, satellite formations. Well, they're called triad satellites. So right? there probably would be... Three? Three. Triad. Yeah. Three. I'm just clarifying. For those of you who don't know, Caitlin, a triad is a collection of three things. I didn't come on here claiming I was an object of shape scientist. Shape shifter. Were you saying shape shifter? I, th- I swear you were about to say shapeshifter. Shapeologist. And so, so what you're? Let me ask you this: Are you denying that you denied that you're a shapeshifter? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna have to backtrack a little bit. What did you say? Wait, is this that thing where you try to convince somebody that reverse psychology? We're gaslighting no, somebody. <laughs> Gaslighting death. What did you say? What did you think that I said? I thought you said, and you almost said shifter. I saw it. It was right there. I mean, you've been coming at me the past couple weeks. Has my attitude changed? You think I am a shapeshifter? I'm not your daughter anymore. (laughs) Daughter. Daughter. Wait, you said on that lizard person thing at the beginning. Is that a shapeshifter person? No, those are reptilian overlords. It's what the queen is. They can be shapeshifters with their disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have yeah. True. like true. human skin masks. Yeah. Now, so, anyway. what she, what happened was she well, started she, to say shape scientist, which is what she said. But she said she realized that's not what they're called, but then knew she couldn't backtrack. No, shape. I meant to say shape scientist. I was going to say oh, okay. something else that wasn't the word shape. And I, that would have been worse because you guys would have been like, you don't know what a shape is? Okay, honey. Isn't like geometry is like shape? Math, I never right? said I was geometric professional. Okay. Anyway, so we, like satellites so anyway, are out. Is, try, that's I, I, a long... I think it's a, not a satellite. Okay. Nice Anybody thing. else have any guesses? We're going to go through a lot. Cause well, I mean, they, the other things are like... Gases, 
right? It's one of them. That is a gas. Or sometimes, it, what's it called? It's called um, St. Elmo's Fire. Yes. Okay. Yes. Stars St. are balls of gas. Yeah, stop it. Yeah. So it's they called St. Elmo's Fire. It's like methane that will catch fire or electric yeah. electricity yeah. Yeah. of yeah. some yeah. type. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it'll float into the air. St. Elmo, no. an actual saint, because I only picture like Elmo from Sesame Yeah, he's Street. red and fuzzy, but he wears like a cardinal hat okay anyway i'm gonna steer us back let's go back to what we think it is i don't know what voice that was (laughs) that wasn't elmo so i have split these into three categories of theories what they could be the first is environmental theories which include the ones that you're Mm -hmm. talking about Mm -hmm. the second one is psychological theories i guess and Mm -hmm. then the third one is Extraterrestrial. Military in nature, I -hmm. guess, is what you would call it. Sure. I don't know if you would, but that's what I'm calling it. So, some people, these are some of the environmental theories. One is atmospheric phenomenon. That's just what it's called. Some individuals believe that the lights were a, a type of aurora. So... An aurora is a natural light display in the sky caused by solar wind disturbing the magnetosphere. Mm-hmm. And an example of this that we obviously all know about is like the northern lights, mm-hmm. also called the aurora borealis. Yes. I know that you ignored me when we started this, but whenever you said, does anyone know what we're talking about? I said the northern lights? <laughs> Close. <laughs> I mean, some people think that it could be... No, because, like, it's not the same thing. But some people think it was just, like, a weird, this just happened over Phoenix. Yeah, but those northern lights would be based upon the pictures I've seen, because we're so, we're too far south, um, would be more of a, um, like, a sheet. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people are like that there's no way. pinpoints. Right, right, exactly. So, if we're going still for an atmospheric phenomenon, there's a thing called ball lightning. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what you were talking about, mm-hmm. I think. Um, the details of how it happens exactly is unknown. They can kind of recreate this in a lab, but they're not entirely sure how it happens. Most of the time, there's like an electrical charge of some sort, which they think could be a storm like lightning, or it could be power lines. But again, they're not entirely sure. Anyway, ball lightning describes a luminescent spherical object that appears in the sky. A leading expert on ball lightning named Robert Golka doesn't believe that the lights in the sky in Phoenix that night could be classified as ball lightning due to their slow and low travel. So he thinks if it was ball lightning, it'd have to be higher in some sort of storm cloud, but yeah. it was a clear night. So How there's would they be really, in formation? Right. Why would they be in a formation? Why would they... hover for minutes on end like there it's still lightning so it's gonna go away after a few seconds kind of thing another thing which goes along with what you're saying is swamp gas Mm -hmm. that's just what it's called so this is spontaneous combustion of methane hydrogen sulfide and carbon dioxide (laughs) created by marsha swamps bogs or our father apparently You just had to do it. You just had to say it. Didn't I you? was cringing and trying to make eye contact. Oh man, I good one. Think, I don't know if you know or if you do like just know how sensitive this microphone is. 
We probably it heard you. <laughs> it heard you mumble something, so I thought I'd call you out on it. Just can't help it. I can't help it. I can't help it. All right, God, I can't. My can. swamp ass. All right, moving on. Swamp, swamp ass. Swamp ass. I said, with, with. Does your butt explode? <laughs> moving past this quickly, some people believe it could have been meteorite. So when a meteor falls through the atmosphere, it catches on fire and loses a lot of it, usually, what, disperses yeah. into smaller chunks called meteorites. So some people think that it could have been debris from meteorites, but there's really, there was no, like, scientist that was like, oh, there's a meteorite, a meteor coming through our atmosphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody... And I feel like they could have tracked that somehow. It, like just floating down. Right. Or yeah. So again, kind of strange. And how would it have been moving like from city to city? Like right. You, yeah. There would have been so much. Yeah. And if it was that big, they would have probably caught it on yeah. something. I mean, usually if they're not going to leave an impact, they're going to burn up before they hit the ground. Mm-hmm. But if they were big enough that people were seeing them, you would think it wouldn't have all burned up. So yeah, which that's what it, that's what this is saying, and that they could have been pieces falling to sky. But I'm saying if it's that big enough, if it's big enough mm-hmm. that it's getting that close, you think like the weather people, meteorologists, or somebody would have been like, "Hey guys, go watch the meteor. Go watch the meteor. Yeah, yeah, go watch the meteor. The shapeshifters. The sheep. Yeah, the Medi- weather all shifters. meteorologists the are shapeshifters for the sure. Weather shifters. I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> so another uh, environmental phenomenon. Could be weather balloons. So weather balloons are giant balloons, like hot air balloon shape, but not as big. So these detect atmospheric pressure, temperature, humidity, and wind speed. Sometimes they are sent up for routine checks. Most of the time they are. They go up at like noon and midnight or something like that. Um, But there can be a need for special releases. So like they could go up at a weird time they normally don't have lights on them but they can be reflective so some people think that it was weather balloons multiple of them which doesn't make sense to me because i didn't see anywhere where they send more than one up at a time yeah or a weather station would have been like oh "Oh, that's ours our bad right we got caught in the wind yeah could it have been like tangled lanterns we don't want to talk about those I don't know, because most people said it stayed in the V formation, and you'd think that those would kind of get a little jumbly after a while. That's what I would think. I don't know. I don't know. Just as an environmental factor, people, yeah, don't... we encourage you not to do that, Yeah. because it'll set our fields on fire. fire. Yeah. It's very so nice. it's not a good idea. It's a very pleasant idea to do that sometimes, to think about it. But also, if they have, like, wire... Put fake candles. The yeah, but then the candles. fake candles are then just out in the yard somewhere for some yeah, animal then, to eat. Not and then the, uh, the 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 lantern comes down. It's filled with well, it can't it can't float because the heat makes it float. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the fire goes I'm up. I'm sorry, I'm not a lantern sign lantern shapeshift scientist. Well, apparently, I am. Because <laughs> we watched several coming down in our yards. When? I was like I was there for that, yeah. There, yeah. And one hit out in the field, and we saw a brief flame yeah. before it went out. Yeah, and like then um, and then it also um, not only did it 
possibly catch the field, although it did catch the field on fire for just a, a smidge. But then tractors come by and um, and run over them. It gets bound up in yeah. their machinery, and so that's and hours wire, of fixed. Yeah, yeah, it's the wire. It gets, mm-hmm. And then animals eat them. Yeah. So just don't do it. But I have a solution. What? You take one of those tile chips that you can track with your phone, and you put it on the fake candle, and then you send up the lantern. On drone, you put on the fake candle that doesn't float. That the doesn't float. Just like change it to forget the tile. We're just gonna put a lantern with a fake light on a drone, and then you just <laughs> let the drone go up in the air. You have your pretty moment, and then you bring it back down. I'm dying. This is a hot mess of an episode. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Anyway, are you uninviting us? Last, I think it's more Whitney and Dad, <laughs> so you can come back. <laughs> The last environmental theory that people think it could be is a flock of birds. Are they carrying glow sticks? I don't know, okay? I don't know. That was the first thing that I said, and you all shot me down. Spy cameras. No. Birds I, no. that are spy cameras. Absolutely not. It would explain I don't why. even have an explanation for this one because I didn't think it was necessary. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Moving on. The Number two seven. psychological theories, which I also don't have explanations for because I just think it's kind of dumb. Uh, the first one is mass hallucination. Well, by chance, was there a mushroom plant? I mean, you think that would make news though, right? <laughs> but they wouldn't hallucinate the same, same exact thing. thing. Yeah. Exactly. And then the other one is mass hoax conspiracy. So some people think that everybody... Or some people like called it in and thought it was funny, and then other people thought it was funny and See, kept it's, calling it's it in. Interesting. 1977. Close 97. encounters. 97. Oh, oh. 1977. Okay. Close no. encounters. Of, were you about to stop me again? <laughs> <laughs> they just both. They just both said. Gonna, oh, okay. Spit out my tea. <laughs> he's talking about. He's talking about something else. <laughs> Can we stop? <laughs> Cooper, do you want to stop me next time? I just wanted to see. I'm ready. Let's please continue before I choke on my tea and die. 1977. Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out. Okay. And while you were talking about some of these encounters that people had, Mm -hmm. some of them were strangely similar to what happened in the movie. Right. So as people get... So the... The fraudsters, to get in on it, yeah, may have been like, wow, that would have been cool if this was going on. Yeah. And so they either faked it, yeah, or as stories went around, the stories changed to fit that true. narrative of That's the movie. That's true. I don't know. So, Some of the witnesses of were like, course. but the one guy was like a former police officer. Yeah. I don't think he'd call his buddy at, well, he could call his buddy at this well, station. The one where, well, the one where um, the guy said it, it hovered above their car. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what happened in the movie. It ah. covered above the, his car, and he's looking out the window. Up so he did it to scare his children. And there was children. a bright light that came know, down. Right? Maybe, maybe the movie's based on the events that happened twenty years Have later. Have you ever heard about Steven the Spielberg? He <laughs> will go in, coming forth. He'll go back and forth in time. The okay. Simpsons do it all the time. You're right. So anyway, those two could be true, but I don't know. I'm not convinced. So now we have, we move on to the military theories, I guess. So the first military theory is that, okay, is that it could have been a top secret military blimp of some kind. 
So since the Phoenix lights seemed to hover or move slowly, some questioned if it was some sort of blimp. Now, in 2004, there was a project called the Ascender Project, which did create semi-autonomous V-shaped blimps that could perform high-altitude reconnaissance. However, John Powell, who's the founder of JP Aerospace, said that these were not around in 1997, although, I mean, who knows? And he said, furthermore, blimps as big as what was described in 1997 would need to be deployed at suborbital altitudes in order to stay inflated. Hmm. So some people think it could be blimps, but other people think that the size, and although they are comparing them to the ones that came out in 2004, they're saying that these were like also high altitude blimps and that a lot of the lights weren't as high as what these Maybe would Maybe the ones be. that came out in, in 2004... We're based on we're these. based on what the aliens showed. Oh, the Air Force. You're right. The aliens actually came to give them their blimp plants. Yeah, I try mean, these guys. Makes sense to me, honestly. I think that if we're gonna if we're gonna call this aliens, yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, Dane Cook, the comedian. Sure, when he talks about uh, uh, breaking and entering. He says he wouldn't take anything. He would uh, leave something behind. Yeah. Because that would be the way to really mess with people. Yeah. So instead of the aliens, like, taking people, yeah. they left their blimp plans. Mm-hmm. They left blueprints. blueprints. Yeah. Oh, I like I it. I like the sure. term blimp plans. Blimp plans. Blimp hard. plans. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. <laughs> two P's or like one P? <laughs> blimp plans. Blimp plans. One word or two? Yeah, one word or two Blimp plans. <laughs> One plans. So, possibly. Um, another theory is that they are SNES flying aircrafts? C-E-S-S-N-A-S. Do you know what that is? Cessna. 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 Is that, that's not like one oh. specific it's a, plane, right? It's a small right? plane. Okay. Cessna is a small plane, okay. usually with a propeller. So some, not usually, with a propeller. Okay, that's what I thought. When I looked it up, but I also th- saw that Cessnas is now a like company, so it's not just like one type of plane. Mm, okay. And this theory doesn't specify which type of plane it is, so I got very confused. But a few individuals claimed that they saw a fleet of Cessnas, Cessnas, C- Cessnas flying in formation. One specific person was named Mitch Stanley, and he stated that he looked at the lights through his telescope and clearly saw the lights were attached to airplanes. Hmm. This is a quote. Like, this is his report. It was plain to see, Mitch Stanley says, under magnification, Stanley could clearly see that each light split into pairs, one each on the tips of the squarish wings. Even under the telescope's power, the planes appeared small, indicating that they were flying high. Stanley says says he followed the planes for about a minute, then turned his telescope to more interesting objects. Quote, they were planes. There's no way I could have mistaken that. Unquote. Now, some people refute this argument. They argue with him, and they say that there's no way he could have followed them with his telescope. There's no way. Um, So, a lot of people don't believe this theory because they said that there's no way he could have done that. What time of night? Um, eight, like, eight o'clock yes. and on. So all the pictures I've seen, it's nighttime. It's nighttime, yeah. So he has a telescope. Yeah. 
and he's training it into the night sky. Yeah. And he's following a Cessna. Yeah. It's hard as hell to follow the moon sometimes, yeah. let alone a Cessna. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were arguing with him about. They said there's no way that now, this is Now, could true. you get in front of one and then it flies through, through the, what, where you're viewing? Right. Ye- yes. Could you have seen this? I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. Here's what makes me think of, though. If the people were doing hoaxes, what if some people said, hey, let's get our Cessnas together and play well, a trick on Well, and there's no that flight. Is another, is another it's one? another theory. And there's no flight plan. You have exactly. to have a flight plan exactly. for that. You have to land somewhere. You have to mm-hmm. take off from somewhere. So so there are two um, two other theories that are very similar to that. One is that it could have been helicopters, like military hop- helicopters in formation flying somewhere. Um Especially since they hovered, they thought that, like, it was more, seemed more logical to be a helicopter since it hovered, but also there's no sound with, I don't know how quiet military helicopters are. Depends on how high up It matters right? on the helicopter, matters on, right. you know, where they're located mm-hmm. compared to where you are. Right. Uh, I've, I saw very close to me. Mm-hmm. An Apache helicopter, mm-hmm. and it was behind me, flying towards me. I didn't hear a sound right. from it until it went by me. But right. you're hearing. No, 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 no. I mean, you, you would be able to hear yeah. until it went by me. Yeah. And then I could, then I right. could hear. So, um, right. Could it be? I can't rule that one out. Yeah. It also depends on their stealth check. Oh Jesus! You know, you had you to bring the roll. <laughs> So, the last one is that it could have been a stealth B-2 bomber flyover. I don't know how big that is. Why would they do that? Right. So, like a Super Bowl flyover? Right. So, a lot of people say that it could be any of these. Mm -hmm. The planes, the um, helicopters, the stealth. Yes. So, people think that, people that don't want to say it's UFOs say that it's these three things. And then... Some people are like, well, if it was a practice thing, why didn't the military or whoever sent them out just say that? Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, well, they could have done it as a joke. And then people say, okay, but they'd still have to get permission because I wrote down some facts. Yeah. I don't know if they're completely true, but um, none of them would have had a clearance to fly over no. the areas that they did. No. Class B airspace is a 30-mile protective veil that surrounds airport airports. And remember, they flew towards an airport because... Air traffic controllers yeah, and pilots saw it, so they would have Period. flown very close to this. Yeah. So that would have been breached, and then so they would have needed permission. And it would have been picked up on radar. Right, so right. So what, somebody would have known. I don't remember you hearing. I don't remember hearing anything about radar reports. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any information on anything. Yeah, like so all that. that would have been picked up on. Radar. But so the the air traffic control people saw them with their eyes. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. But we saw them. Know. Saw them. Yeah. Right. We don't know no, about they radar. saw them like through the tower, ta- like in the tower. They right. didn't see them on any. Interesting. They didn't say anything about radar, either yes or no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cover up. Maybe. So here we go. So yeah, here we go. We Brain. did all the theories. So if you guys want the truth, which I don't think this is the truth, but some I don't people think believe any of us can handle <laughs> can't the truth. Handle the truth. You can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> so on March 14th, so the day after. The Luke Air Force Base personnel sent out a statement saying that they had not received any calls on the lights in the air. (laughs) 
However, many people claim they did, including a UFO researcher who produced his own phone records to verify that he had called them. So apparently people were calling a lady that night and then the next day it was a different person and they're like, we received no calls. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Don't know. So a man who claimed to be an airman at the Luke Air Force Base had even called the National UFO Reporting Center to tell them that the U.S. Air Force had launched two F-15 fighters to intercept the objects. This report was iffy because there are no official records of the launch, but a truck driver delivering materials near the base said that he saw fighter planes in the sky as well. So, eventually, but the Luke Air Force Base basically denied all of it. Well, they're going to. They're going to deny everything anyway. Yes. So, eventually, a UFO investigator filed a Freedom of Information Act request to the U.S. Air Force. The Air Force then admitted to dispatching F-16s in the area that night, but they stated it was for, quote, a routine training mission. Don't know. Well, I mean, they do training missions. They have to get so many flight hours. Yeah, but then why did they deny it the first time? Why didn't they just say that? Um, Lie and or it's a military base and some bases, the POA, uh, sorry, it's the the person that gives off the news. Yeah. It's the official person. It's the only person that's going to give news to the media. Right. Uh, That person... Maybe they didn't know the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what, know, yeah. Because they're like, hey, <clears throat> hey, Joe, we had a training mission going up. Yeah. You didn't hear? Oh, and nope. he's like, ooh, man. Right. Well, I'm nope. going with it. Okay, <laughs> well, we didn't have one then. That's my okay. story and I'm sticking right, to it. Right, so the po- So after all this happened, so the Luke Air Force Base basically denied all the claims and then said, well, we did send planes up, but... Um, routine. Routine. And Nothing that was the end here, of it. Folks. Right, and that was the end of it. So the public affairs isolated incident. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't connected. Right. So the public affairs office at Luke Air Force Base released a statement in May of 1997. So two months two months later ish, they claimed that after investigation, it was determined that the lights in the sky were flares launched from an A-10 Warthog craft over the Gila Bend. Barry M. Goldwater firing range at approximately 10 p.m. Now that is a much better lie. But at 10 <laughs> p.m. Much better lie. is much later than the first first calls mm-hmm. came in. Right. So some people don't believe this because, right, they saw. And remember, Dorothy put hers in the day before. And that's too. why I don't think it could be a people hoax because the reports are spaced out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you, I think the Dorothy lady is an old lady, too, so I don't know why yeah. she would lie you, about you, it. But. You would know what a flare is. Everyone would know what a flare right. is. Right, and like. so people also are thinking, okay, you send these out, but is there any possible way that if they're going to stay in a triangle and not... They're not going to be in a triangle drift whatsoever. Apart. Yeah, exactly. And For they will drift. Minutes? They will drift. Yeah. And they'll be in a straight line. Right. It's not like the A-10's flying in a V. Right. And remember, some people saw a lot of people claim that the lights were attached to To a spacecraft Mm -hmm. yeah to an object so a lot of people don't buy this at all and once again 
this would be breaking some sort of rules. People said that this could be considered an FAA violation due to possible injury and damage because they would be sending these flares out over well, cities. They said it was over top of firing range. Right, but people were seeing them yeah. all over the place. And just a shout out to the A-10s. One of the most awesome aircraft ever made. They should not do away with it. Anyone listening, you need to contact your senators and tell them to make sure the A-10 Warhawk is in the military. I don't know what's happening. For a while. Anyway, continue. We struck a nerve. We struck a nerve. I didn't know. I had no idea. I don't even know what that is. It just... A-10 Warhawk is a really, really, really cool airplane. Okay. And if you're on the ground, if you're an infantryman, or if you're anybody that does anything on the front lines or have ever seen one in action, you would you would absolutely love the A-10 and the pilot. Hmm. So, anyway. There's only one pilot for all of them. <laughs> yeah. There's, only, There's one. only one pilot. There's one pilot. And the, the A-10 moves... Sorry. Did you, did you love your pilot? I absolutely did. I don't know who it is. I don't either. But <laughs> we waved and we saw him, and you know, we we heard his gun go off, and that was that was at a firing range, so it was kind of cool. He had a bromance. Very nice. So he admired him from afar. 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 Yeah. Afar. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you brought up the point that they claimed that the flares were set off at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. So. The Air National Guard out of Davis Monthan Air Force Base in Tucson, Arizona, can't get tucks out of my head now. They later stated, so this was like in the summer, so months later, they stated that they possibly had involvement in the Phoenix Lights. One of their training activities was called Operation Snowbird and consisted of five A-10 jets flying so they flew to nellis air force base near las vegas where the lady saw Mm -hmm. them and then they were flying back around 8 45 ish the next night so it would have lined up Mm -hmm. with the times that people people saw them witnesses saw them Mm -hmm. some people so they are saying that there's a miscommunication, kind of like you said. The person in charge of speaking with the media didn't know what was happening. I'd read an interview where the guy's it's like, it was miscommunication. We had no idea. could have been. Right. So they're saying that they had their jets do that flyover, and then later the flares went off. So people were seeing two different things happening, but they think those two things together could have been the quote-unquote Phoenix lights. Which could explain the slight differences in right. people's and what people saw yeah mm-hmm. but again and, doesn't really explain the flare like i still don't get the flare thing like how they were would have been in the same spot now i don't know if this is true dad you might know some people still think that these planes these jets would have had to tell the airports that they were flying because they were so low, but, 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 the person in charge said that they were flying under visual flight rules, which means they didn't have to check with airports, but I don't know what that means. But some people are like, but they were like really close to the ground, so. If they were really close to the ground, you would have heard them. Right. And you would have obviously seen them. A-10s are are slow aircrafts. They can move move really slow. Slow enough that you can see the... 
and, and low enough that you can see the pilot. Yeah. You can wave at them. Right. So they're, they're slow enough to do that. Um, but I again, think you would hear them. Right. And, and a lot of people said they didn't hear And when you anything. shoot the flares off, honestly, you're going to... You, you'd probably see the smoke. I know yeah. it's night, but you'd probably see the smoke with the other Coming flares. down with it. Right, right, right. Yeah. You, I'm <laughs> well, and some it. people thought it was different planes, but again, people thought that it was a, attached to one airship. So yeah. even if it was these five jets, that still doesn't explain why they thought it was attached to one singular right. thing. One object. So I don't know because there's I'm a lot of different discrepancies. Now, and I just, I just don't see it. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see where it would be an A-10, but it would be something that the military could put up there and. Right. And tell people, hey, this is what it was. Yeah. Wink, wink. What, nudge, nudge. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> nudge, nudge. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. <laughs> So, there have been other sightings of similar phenomenon occurring throughout the years, but not to this extent. This was like the largest one mm-hmm. um, that had the most witnesses, I guess. So, we may not be sure, but I liked this quote from Bill Grainer. He was a cement driver hauling a load down a mountain north of Phoenix. He described seeing the second group of lights, and he said, quote, I'll never be the same. Before this, if anybody had told me they saw a UFO, I would have said, yeah, and I believe in the tooth fairy. Now that I've got a, now I've got a whole new view, and I may be just a dumb truck driver, but I've seen something that don't belong here. <laughs> I like it. I know. I thought it was really good. That's in my story. I thought I'd end on him. <laughs> I would like to just make a statement that they are technically UFOs. Yeah. Because they are unidentified. They are unidentified. Now, whether or not they're of extraterrestrial nature is yet to be determined. That's true. That is true. So what do you guys think? I know what the Phoenix lights are now. (laughs) I've I've seen this before. And um, the military's going to lie to you. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to because... Military's gonna lie to you because they have the, the military has its own agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they were doing something secretive. And there. maybe they had, maybe it was them, and it wasn't flares, but they can't tell you. Yeah, they so can't they tell just you. Say maybe flares. it was a different type of engine. Maybe yeah. it was this. Maybe it was that. They're not gonna tell you. And and sometimes military people go rogue. Yeah. You know, um, you'll see uh, people will deny it. the the pilots will be sitting back there, and they'll hear that the. The news media picks something up and they'll just look at each other and wink and, <laughs> and like, I think that was awesome. That's a good one. Right. So, you know, the military's going to lie to you. This, it's a lot of people mm-hmm. saying different things. I do think that some of it was probably made up. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that I, some of them I'm sure were. some of it was made up because um, it just, it sounds too familiar to movies that we've seen yeah. that happened before that. Right. So w- what it was, unidentified. Unidentified UFOs? Yeah. I like it. Good. So this was not the videos that were released by the Pentagon. No, 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 no. But this you... was already out. There's videos and pictures out there of this that you can see that people themselves have filmed. Yeah. Like when they were watching it happen. In 1997. No, the stuff that was released today was other stuff. Okay, I just made sure. Yeah. And, and could it be something natural? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have one other story. Should okay. I tell? Yeah, Should go tell? for it. So um, I was driving to Hazleton one morning. It was, it was early in the morning. It was um, gray out, very gray. The rain it was not raining yet. The clouds were, um, it was very overcast, no sun. And uh, as I was driving 
I was getting closer to the institution and I see something odd in the sky. And that object was, it was just another cloud. Hmm. The problem with this cloud, it was a completely gray sky. This cloud was almost white. And you would think, oh, okay, it's just a wispy cloud, but it was in a certain shape. It was the shape of a cylinder. It almost looked like a completely, um, like a, a, a very long cylinder, except on one end, it was, it was round on one end. So it had a, a, a circle on one end, but it, it was just an unusual shape. So are there things that are unknown out there that could be completely natural? Absolutely. I have no idea. Yeah. No idea why that cloud looked like that shape. Right. It wasn't it wasn't a random, you know, oh look, it looks like a bunny rabbit. Oh, yeah. it looks like a hippo. It was like a spaceship. It was a geometrically <laughs> Design cylinder. If I would have seen it, I would have been able to describe it perfectly. <laughs> Shapeshifter scientist. And it was, be- I mean, beneath. It was yeah. separate from the other clouds. Right. So who knows? Don't know. People will. You'll see things out there you just can't explain. Unidentified flying objects. Yep. Dad has a lot of experiences with the supernatural. Yeah. That. I just, I'm quite frankly jealous of. I'm jealous, but I also even the shadow person. No, not that. I don't want that gene. Like I don't. I don't want that that gene. gene. (laughs) (laughs) The others, I'm fine with. So, extraterrestrial gene, you're good with. Yeah. Shadow person, not so much. Right. Wampus cat. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, you also know people who claim to have seen Bigfoot. I do, I do. Uh, they uh, they will go. They they went hunting one time for Bigfoot, and they swear they had um, things thrown at them. And they climbed up trees, right, and spent climbed the night in the trees. Climbed up trees, spent the night in the tree because we're not alone. Do 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 do. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Thanks for being on here. I hope you guys liked it. I know it's a lot of quotes, but that's basically what it is. No, it's reports. Reports, a lot of witness accounts. Thank you. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I will post pictures on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Facebook's Bug and a Rug. Instagram and Twitter at BIAR Podcast. If you have been abducted by an alien and got your boobs touched, let us know. I think it's flicked or something. Our email is at biarpodcast at gmail.com. DM us, email us. If you let us know, I will send you a sticker. Yes, ma'am. Or sir. Or sir, sir, or uh, captain. Send us any other topics that you want us to talk about. Yeah, let us know. We have been discussing aliens with Dad, and I think that's one of the inspirations for you doing that this yeah, week. Yeah, I needed to educate Send us y'all. your alien pictures. Yeah, send us your pictures. We will Any post pictures Dad's- that you have of a UFO, I sent, I sent mine. Yeah. See, it's, it's just interesting. It's time to go. We'll post Dad's picture of his UFO sighting along with the sightings of the Phoenix Lights. So, thank you guys for coming. Thank We're going to sign you. off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Dad Bruce. Mom Sue. Bye. Bye. Bye.